All right, listen, hold up, hold up, hold up. First off, let me say this. I'm here for it. Whenever the internet decide to drag somebody, especially a celebrity, if a celebrity is getting roasted online on social media, I'm 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 all in. Sign me up, especially if they deserve it. Especially you did some fucked up shit or some crazy shit, you deserve to get dragged for it. But I need y'all to I need y'all to stop and think, and think about where the line is and what the consequences are when we drag somebody. All right, R. Kelly. R. Kelly deserve everything he getting. He he had it coming. It been coming for years. We all known about it. And finally we got this together and said, you know what? It's time to drag this motherfucker. Cut this motherfucker off. Hashtag mute R. Kelly. But where is the line? How far do we take mute R. Kelly? That's all I want to know. Like, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Does that mean I can't watch Space Jam no more? You know what I mean? Like Space Jam, Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. You know, the Looney Tunes. The Monstars, like, that's a big deal. Like, it ain't nothing like seeing when Michael, you know, made that long reach, you know, to, to, to get that basket in at the last minute and win the game. That was amazing. But then right after that, they play I Believe I Can Fly. So, I'm just, you know what, fuck it. Run the intro. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is your boy, End Up, aka Mr. No Filter, aka Mr. No Chill, aka I can't believe that nigga said that shit. This is Dub City, and this is Drinks with Dub. Now, I told you a few weeks ago that I was back. Uh, that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but if you're on the internet these days, you see everybody loves using the double words like. I'm rich, rich, or you broke, broke, or whatever. So now I'm officially, I'm back, back, okay? <laughs> like, I'm back, back for real this time. Um, got some things straightened out with my schedule. I think I'm going to be dropping on Fridays. That's the plan right now. I may push that back to Saturday. We'll see how it goes. But I think I've gotten, you know, things well in hand that I can start doing this on a weekly basis and give you some content and have some fun. At least that's that's my plan. I hope that's your plan, too, if you're listening. Or you could be listening just to be a hater. In that case, you know, do your thing. I ain't, I ain't mad at you. Because whether you're having fun or whether you're hating, you're still listening. So um, that's that. But I got my boy Jonesy with me, the movie plug from uh, All Flicks TV. Jonesy, say what's up to the people, man. What's good, Dub City? All the fans, man. Appreciate you having me. This is about to be fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Always, always a good time. Always a good time. Uh, this is what this is the third time we've done this, I think. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So becoming becoming somewhat of a regular, and uh, <laughs> he will be a regular um, once we get up and running. He's gonna have his own little segment, uh, letting you know what's going on in the world of movies, good, bad, the ugly. Um, so. Starting off, man, tell me how how did uh how did Allflix TV come about? Man, um, I'll say probably about two years ago, one of my homies at work, uh, I was working at BMI, and he was like, "You heard of this uh 
movie pass thing, right? I was like, I was like, what is that? He said, well, all you got to do is pay $10 a month and, you know, you can see as many movies as you want every 12 hours if you wanted to. I was yeah. like, oh, shit, that sounds crazy. So I signed up and I abused the hell out of that card. <laughs> that membership was my bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think last year me and my girl saw um, – I think it was like 62 movies or something like that in theaters. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to up that this year, trying to add some uh, Netflix originals and maybe some older movies on TV. Um, I want to be well-rounded, but, you know, I figured since I'm paying for a membership and I'm going to the theater every weekend, I might as well give the people content. So Do something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, what I'm saying like I've I've read a lot of your reviews, man. I hadn't read all of them, but like it's cool to me to hear like a regular person's take on movies, because when you see the shit on TV, they gonna make it they gonna make it sound good regardless. That's like they get yeah. paid to they get paid to do it. Exactly. <laughs> I saw um, it was uh, George Clooney was on I think Letterman years back, mm-hmm. and I forget what movie he was promoting but they were talking about the fact that it's actually a good movie and how they hate going out and promoting movies that they know aren't good, but they can't say that. And George <laughs> Clooney was like, yeah, I did Batman and Robin. So I know all about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So it, it happens all the time. And I'm, I love watching uh, how people react and you can, you can tell by the interview if a movie's going to be good or not. Like a lot of people were hating on uh, the upside, Kevin Hart's new movie. Yeah. But I could tell in his interviews leading up to it, I was like, man, this man's been studying uh, Brian Cranston up and down. Like you could really tell. And and I watched that one last weekend. Like he he stepped up his game for real. Like this is a new Kevin. We're getting a new direction with Kevin Hart. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun to watch interviews before and after the movies. Right. Especially like years after, like after you know they're not contractually obligated to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, they can say what they really feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, man, I wish you would have told me this before I paid my money to go see this piece of shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I'm scrolling through. I, I've I've got Wikipedia pulled up on my laptop, man. Just kind of scrolling through of what's on the agenda for 2019 like it seems like it's gonna be a pretty big year for movies yeah i'm gonna pull it up too because uh we we've got a lot coming out i think uh i think superhero movies are gonna be big and then um there's gonna be a lot of one-offs there's a lot of indie movies coming out i'm i'm excited i thought last year was okay there was only a couple of standouts but um this year is already starting out really well. See, see, here's the, and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I, I don't get to the movies very often. Like, we got, you know, we had last year we had two kids. Now we got three. So, <laughs> to get to the movie theater to see a grown up movie. Oh man, it's, it's an act of God. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and almost to the point of like, do I really want to find three babysitters almost to to go see a movie? Like. Right. That really what I want to do with those two hours, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, especially and, then, with, and then is it worth the money? Mm-hmm. Like as expensive as it is now, like 
I got so spoiled by my AMC membership. Yeah. I went to the Regal the other day and because I, I needed to catch up from December. There's a lot that came out in December that I hadn't seen yet. And uh, I paid $12 for that ticket. I was like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> what <Yeah>. is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, like, no wonder these movies are making so much money because these tickets is expensive. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And then concessions on top of that. Oh, God. It's, it's a hustling business, bro. Man. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. Like, it's a it's a gas station across the street. I can get these M&Ms for a dollar. Why y'all charging me five for them? Right, right. Like, what's, so, what's so special about your M&Ms? Yeah, no, you can't check my bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> trying to pat me down and stuff. They don't even pat me down at the club no more. You trying to pat me down going into the movie theater. What's some candy? <laughs> Go call the cops on me for trying to smuggle some Twizzlers into the movie theater. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, funny story though. Um, me and uh, some friends one time. This was years ago. I'm trying to think, what did we go see? Um, we went and saw First Sunday in theaters, mm-hmm. and we actually—I <laughs> had one of those big winter coats, and I actually took a bottle of liquor into the movie theater with me. Oh shit! <laughs> it was like. It was like us and like one other group of people, and they was drunk too. So it was like, <laughs> we were all laughing and cutting up during the movie and shit. So they ain't, they ain't check us that day. Yeah, I think my most hated theater moment was when uh, I was at Cumberland for a couple of semesters, and they had college night on Tuesdays uh-huh. at, at the Roxy. Yeah, and, um, I went in there, and at that time, I was just worried about how many people are going to laugh at me <laughs> like I wanted to make everybody laugh so in the middle of uh, uh, shit I just had the name of the movie in my head what is paranormal activity that's what it was oh, okay <laughs> so it was like real quiet except for the like jump scares or whatever and I was just saying every damn thing like when it was quiet and I just had everybody laughing and eventually they had to get somebody to escort me out like towards the last 15 minutes. <laughs> you would have swore I was drunk that night, but I wasn't. It was just so bad. <laughs> be, yeah, that'd be when you get in that'd be when you get in trouble. When you're not even when you're not even drunk or anything. It's like, damn, I didn't yeah, if I'd have known that, I'd have just got drunk and stayed out of trouble. <laughs> yep. Oh, but what we got on these uh Captain Marvel comes out in March. Yes, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big deal. Yep, I think uh, I think it looks pretty good. I'm uh, I'm not sure it'll be like one of my top three, but it'll definitely be it'll definitely be a good one. Uh, origin stories are always interesting in movies because of the first time you see this character, and it's still got to be a good movie, but it's still got to introduce them as a person and all this other bullshit at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it could be, it could be good if it's done right. I'm glad. Yeah. She, I'm just glad she ain't in that green costume that they first released the picture of. Everybody yeah. was like, what the hell is this? But no, it's it's just for the green screen effects. So see, and here's, here's the thing about like Captain Marvel, you know, is a good example and comic book movies in general for me, like I feel like, those are such hard movies to make 
because you want to make a good movie and you want to you want it to be like an original story but the fans of like these franchises are so hardcore that it's hard to change anything right and i feel like it's it's almost a lose-lose situation for most people because you're going into it having read the comics and knowing everything about the character and if you they change something you're upset and it's like oh it's not as good as the you know not as good as the comic book was or they changed this they changed that so i feel like i'm in a good position with comic book movies because i don't read comic books yeah but i know enough about the characters to to care right you know what i mean like i can't quote you the canon of all the variations of batman but i know batman and i'm like okay there's batman you've got my attention (laughs) yeah see i'm the same way i love like being kind of that neutral ground like i make i do reviews and i watch movies from a very neutral perspective because i don't read the comics but i love the movies yeah as long as it's a good movie and one thing i get flack on is uh suicide squad they're like oh they turned the joker into this emo bitch and blah 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 and like they didn't spend enough time with deadshot and the mexican dude and blah, blah blah i was like look Forget all that. Like to me, it was a fun movie, and there's a, there's a lot of movies like that. There's a lot of hero movies like that, and mm-hmm. those comic fans, man, it's like y'all are such a small percentage of the people who actually watch these movies. Right. Like, there's actually more people who don't read the comics that watch these. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. And Suicide Squad made what, like a billion dollars at the box office? So I don't think they're too upset with, you know. Oh, no. They're not worried about anything. <laughs> yeah. As long as, long as those checks keep rolling in, I think they're good. Oh, yeah. Jared Leto don't give a fuck what you think about him. <laughs> he got paid regardless. Yeah. He's <laughs> he probably wearing that grill to the bank right now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I would. <laughs> every, time I, every time I spent money from Suicide Squad, I'd wear the grill and the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, but uh, let's see what else. So here's here's so here's uh, Dumbo comes out in March as well. Yeah, and I I don't know how I feel about this. Like not necessarily not just Dumbo, but just in particular because Dumbo's coming out. The the new Lion King is coming out. Yep, Aladdin. Yep, I feel I feel like I'm getting old. Yeah. It's- like, like these are movies from my childhood that are now being remade, and it's like this movie—it ain't been that long since this movie came out. And I saw nineteen ninety-four. That was twenty. Oh, okay. Maybe it has been a while since. This- <laughs> yeah. Maybe I am old as fuck. Here's here's my thing. Like, I understand people, especially. Uh, the newer generation, like, you know, movie directors and producers and stuff like that, they want to capture the same magic as the originals. And I I think out of all the remakes coming up, Dumbo and The Lion King have the potential to do that, uh, like the originals. But the rest of them, like Aladdin, I'm not sold on it. Um, There's a couple of others I'm not 100% sold on. But um, I don't know. I, I think... I think kids nowadays, like the same market that those cartoon movies were targeted towards, yeah. you have to look at it different from a 
from a producer's standpoint now. Um, so they're doing all this CGI, like realistic type stuff, and just to try and rope in new fans on the same name. And it's tricky. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do. But yeah, I, mean, here's I got the thing. high hopes for both uh, Dumbo and Lion King. So Lion King is not even out yet. And it's already taken me on an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, I first heard about it. They were like, we're going to make a live action Lion King. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to make a live action Lion King? Like, right. I, don't, I don't understand it. So, and then... It was like, oh, it's going to be CGI. And I'm like, that's not the same thing. Like, you told me it was going to be live action. Like, CGI yeah. and live action, two different things. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> so then at that point, I'm like, The Lion King was, like, practically perfect. Like, I don't know what you're going to improve upon. Like, the story was amazing. You yeah. know? So, like, why? what's the point of remaking it in CGI? Like, yeah. Okay. And then I saw the trailer. Yep. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> and, and then I think what made it crazier for everybody is when, I don't know if you saw them or not, but people started comparing the, the trailer to the old scenes in the old movie. Yeah. And they did it perfect. Like, everything looks exactly the way it was. All the animals are in the exact same places. Like, everything. It's, it's crazy. But they look like real animals. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. I can't wait to see Timon and Pumbaa, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I want to see go see the movie. Like, as much as I want to buy the Blu-ray and watch the behind the scenes and see how what what sorcery technology did you use to to make <laughs> to make this shit look so real? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's that's one I'm gonna buy on Blu-ray for. For sure. Uh, listen, so, so how do you feel about remakes in general while we're on the topic? Um, I think most of the time they're a bad idea. <laughs> but you get lucky um, every once in a while. Like in the case of um, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, they, they just remade A Star is Born for like, however many times it's like the fifth or sixth time right um but last year it was it was one of the biggest movies and it was up for best drama this year at the golden globes so right i think in those cases it's fine but most of the time i don't have high hopes for remakes and um i don't know it sometimes if it's good like if it's if it ain't broke don't fix it kind yeah of like <laughs> If it's good enough that you want to remake it, it was probably good enough to begin with. Like, yeah. And like, also, they got right. Like, I think Spider Man. Um, you know, they're they're casting the right person for this role now. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's good examples for both sides, but I mean, most of the time, I don't I don't really care for them because it's just a scary line. Like, okay, I don't want my last the last memory of this movie to be. A bad remake. I, yeah. I like the memories of the original. So, right. I mean, how many? What are we? Spider Man. When did Tobey Maguire come out as Spider Man? That like. Let me see. It was like two. It was like two thousand something, wasn't it? It was like. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what it says. 
So it came out 2002. Yeah. And we're already on our third different Spider-Man. Yep. In six, in what, 15 years? Yep. Yeah. 2002 to yep. 2000. Because Civil War came out in 2017 or did it come out in 18? No, it was, it was 17. Yeah. So in 15 years, we've been through three different Spider-Mans. Like, <laughs> like I get that Spider-Man is popular, but do you, does anybody have an original idea at all? Right. <laughs> make a movie. Uh, let's... And I think that goes back to what you were saying, where the fans wanted a different version. They're like, we want the comic version. So they had yeah. to find somebody that was that was a good mix of Tobey Maguire, who I feel like played a great Peter Parker, and then Andrew Garfield, who played a great Spider-Man. Now you have Tom Holland, who does great both. Um, so... I think yeah. they got it right finally. Yeah. Let's see. There's all kind of all kind of remakes. Pet Cemetery, Hellboy in April. Yeah. Joker's getting his solo movie. Now, which one is that? Who's who's doing that Joker? Joker, we've got um Is that Leto? That's doing the No, no, this is this is a uh, another dude. Oh, uh, well, is Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't know how to feel about it at first, but I kind of like the idea of a a solo Joker movie. I think that would be dope. And since people hated Leto, I mean, they can't really do wrong with it. So, yeah. See, I don't, see, I don't even think he was in the movie enough to hate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> it's like you hate his look that much that you just say the movie's trash. Like, <laughs> that's what I hate about fans or so called movie fans. It's like, you can't call something trash because of five minutes of screen time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny to me. I, I'm so just, like I said, I'm so neutral with movies. I'm, I just want a good movie. Like, make sure the characters are believable. Make sure the story makes sense. And have a good climax and twist. And I'm good. Like, I'm easy to please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to write letters to the studio or anything like that. Like... You changed, you know, such and such character's middle name, and it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, he was born in '92, not '95. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, so here's the two bravest people of the year, and I'm just going to use the directors' names because I don't know, I, I don't know how much say they have in it, but James Kent and Dion Taylor. I don't know who these people are. But each of them are directing movies that right now are scheduled to come out on April 26th, which is the same day that Avengers Endgame comes out. Oh, wow. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, just let, just let, just move your movie. Like, just, like, Avengers is coming out. Just clear out two weeks and just give up. Yeah. Like, there should be two weeks on either side of the release date of Avengers. Yeah. Like, okay, Avengers has the whole month. Like, <laughs> we're done now. Yeah, Avengers has April. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like the Super Bowl's coming up. <laughs> Nobody is premiering new shows during the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> because all of America is watching the Super Bowl. And you can come out with the best show in the world and nobody's gonna know about it. Right. Because it was the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, 
Aladdin come, you know, is in May, which Aladdin was one of my favorite movies. I loved Aladdin. Yeah. Um, they got my attention with Will Smith as a genie. Mm-hmm. Past that, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm curious to see what he does with it. I think his, like, regardless of what other people are saying, I think his personality kind of fits with what the original genie was not, I mean, they're two different people and yeah. I love the original genie. Like, but, uh, I think Will Smith could put a cool spin on him and, um, I want to see what it looks like. Like if they do CGI or if he's going to have like this human look or uh, I'm not sure. They yeah, tricked me with, I, I saw a trailer and they tricked me because in the thumbnail they painted Will Smith blue. So I was expecting to see a blue Will Smith in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, no, this is just regular Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Like I've seen him before. He yeah. was <laughs> this is not Genie. <laughs> but personally, I, th- I think this year uh, I'm looking forward to John Wick 3. I love those movies. Just headshots everywhere. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, Zombie Land 2, they're finally getting that. Um, the first one was hilarious. Um, then we've got, oh man, I forgot about that. The, this looks terrible. The The new Sonic, they're like I'm, making a live action Sonic, the Hedgehog. <laughs> I've heard about it, but I've not seen it. I'll, that, that's one of the movies I'll end up in theater seeing because the 10 year old will want to see that one. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous. Like the posters don't do it a lot of justice, but we'll see. I mean, um, they're remaking Pet Cemetery. Yeah, they're remaking the Adams Family. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it it looks like it could be a pretty good year. Um, I'm kind of curious because, like, superhero movies are. I feel like after Avengers Endgame, um, superhero movies in general won't be the same. Yeah, um, I know there's a lot of smaller characters that, like, some of the the comic fans will want, but I'm just not sure if the fan base like it's kind of like you just drained everybody's energy after Endgame. Well, here's the the thing. Like, I get what you're saying. I have faith in Marvel to do it. Mm -hmm. Because you got to think, this whole thing started with Iron Man. Yeah. And Iron Man was not, like, you know, top of the heap superheroes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Iron Man was, in my opinion, he's, like, a cheap, you know, almost a cheap knockoff of Batman. Like... (laughs) Even one of them really have superpowers, but they're just super rich and can pay for all these gadgets. Right. <laughs> the yep. same guy. Yep. Like I like I could be Batman or Iron Man if I had enough money. That's a good point. <laughs> Anybody could be there with enough money. I didn't even yeah. think about that. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is why I always liked Batman. Yeah. Because I, I can be Batman. I just I just need the money and the time to train. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't be Superman. I can't go back in time and be born on Krypton. Right. Yeah. 
I'm not going to willingly be bitten by a radioactive spider. Not at all. There's not. There's not. There's not on my to do list at all. Yeah, I check. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to get bit by a regular spider, let alone a radioactive <laughs> one. Yeah, hell no. <laughs> Just because I might turn into Spider-Man. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to get radiation. I saw it in a movie a couple times. <laughs> I'm going to get radiation poison and die. Is what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, superhero movies. We got the Oscars coming up. Mm-hmm. Black Panther caused a stir yep. with the Oscars because it made goo gobs of money. It was a cultural phenomenon. Like somehow all of a sudden they just realized that black people could make money at the movies. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that, but the Oscars announced that what 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 was the name of that award that they announced? Um, I forget. What, it wasn't like best picture. It was like best um, box office movie or in. Oh, so we've got. I think it was it the best picture or. No. I remember reading on Forbes the other day that something about the best picture. Oh, it was uh, the popular movie award. Oh, okay. That they they were gonna make that they announced that like this year we're gonna give out a you know a popular film award. And as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, that's gonna go to Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody else realized that too, and they they changed it. They they're not going to do it. Wow. So, and now you know Black Panther's up for, uh, I think it's up for Best Picture, isn't it? Yep. Hmm. So it's like kind of like one of those things because you know the Oscars have had trouble lately with you know not nominating black people in black movies and all of this. So they were kind of like, we can't ignore Black Panther. Yeah. Let's create an award to give to them, but everybody saw right through that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. Like, I'll tell you who who's just super dope. Like, just as a person and now as a director, but like Jordan Peele, it's so yeah. crazy that he started out in like this sketch comedy because, uh, you know, Key and Peele's. <laughs> Like, I spend hours watching them on YouTube. Yeah. And for him to come out with that and then, you know, do Get Out. And then he released that trailer for us. Did you see that? I've not seen it yet. Like, I've heard about it. I've heard about it, but I didn't have a chance to watch it. After this, watch that trailer. Like, he's his mind is so different. And I just love the fact that it's like, okay – you're giving this platform to like you're creating a platform for black people to be just like amazing at what they do. Like there's no reason it should be a black or white thing, but yeah. like, just to kind of kick the door in and say, Hey, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> like that is so dope to me. And it's not like it's just some, well, I guess this is okay for, for a black movie, you know, it's nothing like that. Like these are great movies across the board. 
Yeah. And I feel like people just they need to see that like this Jordan Peele is awesome. He's his mind is different and he's he's really creating a new lane and uh in like this horror genre. Um it, Yeah. It's just it's super dope. Yeah, cuz Get Out was crazy. Yes. Was like, <laughs> I was watching that like and uh my girlfriend's uh, sister watched it and I forget what she's she had she had asked her something about it and and uh I she had told her what I said or whatever about like cuz I was agreeing with the the guy's friend like don't go in that house like you need to <laughs> like you should have been left that house like, right <laughs> you know what I mean but I mean I mean that white girl was a professional though that's what that's what she did so I don't know what she, I don't know what she was doing to them dudes and the couple of girls that was in there too, but she had, she had that down to a science. So yes. <laughs> she must have, because like I said, first night I'd have been gone. I'd have just packed up my shit and now oh, this this ain't gonna work out. I'm going I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home. This pussy pussy ain't worth whatever y'all got going on around here. <laughs> oh my god. And but then did like you, did you uh catch all the Bird Box hype. Did you watch it? No, I've, I've not watched it because it's not going to live up to the hype. No, like it's not. that was that was one that was really hard to stay neutral on because there was both extremes. I think there was there's people who are like, "Oh my god, this is the best thing ever!" Because it was on Netflix, like it was a Netflix original, and yeah. it had Sandra Bullock. And then. Yeah. There's the other extreme where they're like, no, this is trash because they just wanted attention for being opposite of what the popular <laughs> thing to say was. They probably hadn't even watched it. Yeah, yeah. That that was a that was a fun one to try and stay neutral on. It was okay, but yeah, I it's I mean I'd watch it if I was bored, if I were you, but you know, it's not not anything uh groundbreaking. <laughs> Yeah, like, and that's, you know, so like some movies are just like that. After a while, like, after, if you don't watch it soon, then the hype just takes over and it's like, it's not, it's not going to live up to the hype at all. Yeah. I'm trying to think, uh, I forget, I, there's been a bunch of movies like that that everybody told me that like, I had to watch, this was going to be the greatest thing ever and I'm just like, eh. It was all right, I guess. You know, yeah. Like I could have done something better with that hour and a half, but you know, <laughs> what's done is done. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think along that topic, like kind of disappointing movies. Um, so my my Instagram is where I post like most of my content. So I've got, I've got top five best worst most disappointing blah 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 um follow me at allflix.tv um so i've got top five most disappointing movies of 2018 and there's a movie called widows that from the moment i saw the trailer i was like dude this could be incredible like i love the cast it had like liam neeson and um let me see Viola Davis and like just all kinds of people. It had this girl from uh I forgot what she was from. 
I'm looking at her face right now. But and then the dude from uh from Black Panther. Like it just had an all star cast and like I'm talking about critics were around ninety three percent or something on like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and fans yeah. were just giving it, you know, nines and tens like it was like it was nothing. Uh, but that was probably my most disappointed movie because it was like nothing really happened. And you're talking about a heist movie where the heist was only maybe two minutes. And <laughs> it was like, it was so boring to be honest. And I don't know. I just, when I, when I go to rate movies, cause I, I gave that one a seven, which is, I mean, that's not bad, but like, you have to have a good story. Everything has to be engaging. And I have to feel what the point of the movie was. So if it's a comedy, then I've got to laugh, of course. If it's a drama, like, I want you to make a grown man cry. But, yeah, you know, a lot of movies didn't do that. Like, Widows was number one. The, the new Fantastic Beast, I didn't care for that. I had high hopes for that. The Equalizer 2... I was very disappointed because the first one is the only movie that I will rewatch. Probably, I could probably replay the first Equalizer every day and not never get tired of it. The second yeah. one was kind of boring. Bohemian Rhapsody was not as good as people thought, but um, <laughs> I had somebody argue with me on uh, Facebook about that. About uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, because you. Here's the thing. Just because you like a subject doesn't mean the movie about said subject is good. Yeah. If me and you like Michael Jordan and they make a movie about Michael Jordan, if they don't make a good movie. Yeah, it's not not a good movie. movie, And that's okay. Like, not everything tied to your favorite subject has to be good. We want it to be good. But (laughs) it doesn't always work that way. And uh, yeah. that that was the biggest thing. Like Queen fans were all over Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, oh, there were some historic historical inaccuracies and blah blah blah. But it was amazing. Other than that, I'm like, well, it really wasn't. But okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, so like, like, um, you know, talking about you know music movies. All Eyes on Me wasn't wasn't that great. Like it was it's pretty good, but. Like it, I don't, I don't think it did Tupac justice, and I think Tupac, Tupac's one of those people. It's hard to do him justice in a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you almost, need, you almost need one of those, uh, those TV miniseries that you know, like 10, 10 one hour episodes yeah. to, you know, try to capture Tupac. Right. You know, but like you know, um, straight out of Compton, straight out of Compton was amazing. Right. Exactly. You know. You know, and you can get into the, you know, historical, you know, stuff like, you know, you yeah. there? Okay, I heard a beep. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> um, like, yeah, like that movie made Dr. Dre look like a saint. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Dr. Dre's a lot of things, but a saint ain't one of them. <laughs> so, you know, you had kind of let some shit slide, you know. They kind of made... They kind of made Easy E look like a little bit of a bitch, you know, with that shit with him and with him and yeah. Suge. And I don't know. 
I wasn't there. I don't know how that really went down. You know. But the movie itself was was good. That's which I think that was the point. If they wanted to tell the true story of NWA, they would have made a documentary. Right, exactly. That's why there's different genres and people need to realize that like at the end of the day, a movie is made to entertain a crowd. And I, I kind of like what you brought up earlier because I know we wanted to get into uh, like movies versus films. And I don't have I don't have like a ton to say about it, but like I think films in general have a very specific or niche audience they're targeting. Yeah. So you get a lot of like, for example, film festivals. I mean, it's in the name. Like I had a buddy of mine that shot a music video for me some years ago. He just got one of his films submitted and accepted by a film festival, but it's about something like a tradition he had back home in Alabama. Um, And that's not going to be like widely accepted by (laughs) millions of people, but that's okay. Like I I think films are supposed to be enjoyed by the target audience. Um, Whereas a good movie is, you know, is widely accepted. Like there's a lot of people that can gravitate towards it. And uh, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do, but that's the biggest difference to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think like, and especially with Oscar season coming up, you know, or award season in general, you know what I mean? Like you have some movies that, you know, get nominated and pick up awards and stuff like that. But a lot of that stuff is like film stuff. Like, yep. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio and all that he's done in his career. <laughs> and he wins an Oscar for The Revenant, which like nine people saw. And I'm pretty sure five of them were voting on the Oscars. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, but that was made like for a specific purpose to, you know, get into the technical side of filmmaking and acting and all of this. Like, by far not his biggest movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like his biggest movie, you know, was probably I'm assuming was Titanic, you know, which everybody involved with that movie but him won an Oscar for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Leah. <laughs> yeah. And it took him twenty some odd years to finally get one, you know, for like I said, a movie that nobody saw. Like I can't tell like I couldn't tell you what Revenant was about. Yeah, I watched it, and I I don't even know like a highlight other than him getting attacked by the bear. Yeah, <laughs> but they showed that but, in the trailer, so he, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. But he finally got his he finally got his Oscar. <laughs> That's all that matters. I don't think he's, he had, has he done a movie since. I haven't seen him in anything. <laughs> I don't think Leonardo's done anything since. He got his Oscar and said, fuck, fuck you guys, I'm done. He put in too much work for that. He said, fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny thing, uh, like, because last year a lot of people were talking about this Netflix movie. It was on a lot of uh, quote-unquote movie reviewers' uh, top ten lists. It was called Roma. It's like this – it's like a black-and-white foreign movie um, that was released on Netflix. I didn't get around to watching it. I'm not saying it's bad, but like, you know, that that just goes to show reviewers' minds versus, you know, a general audience mind. 
are two different things. Like, I don't know. And that's why I like, I like doing the movie reviews as, you know, these are all just my opinions and I'm very like, I just want to be the guy that you come to. If you want to know what to watch, like, Hey, what's a good action movie in the last, you know, three years. And I can be like, well, boom, boom, boom. These are my top three picks. Like that type yeah. of shit. I'm not going to be like, well, this person didn't act this well in 2016, but I do recommend this. He stepped it up in February of 2017. Like, fuck off. I don't care about that. I just. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Leo, Leo's not done a movie since yeah. then. But he literally has not made a movie since The Revenant. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Point made, Leo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and look, he. This is like his, you know, filmography. He did Inception. He did J. Edgar, which was which was good. Django, which he killed it in Django. I did like that was so outside what I thought Leo was, yeah. and he killed it. Um, I didn't see The Great Gatsby, but I've read the book, so I can imagine what it was. Yeah. He did the wolf, and he did the Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. which was amazing. Yeah. And then he did the Revenant. Like he's been chasing this Oscar for ten years, yeah. man. And he, and he, you know, fucking, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm looking at it too. Like there's a lot of great performances, like Shutter Island. I think that's when, because I didn't get into movies real big until after I graduated high school. I was super sheltered, so. <laughs> My first, my first movie that wasn't G or PG was uh, *Talladega Nights*. <laughs> that was like oh, 2006 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I remember seeing *Shutter Island*. Uh, let's see, what's a? I don't think I've seen anything else of his. Yeah. Well, let's see. I mean, uh, *What's Eating Gilbert Grape* was amazing. Uh, Titanic, obviously. Yep. Catch Me You Can was good. Like he's got a lot of you know great movies, and they just wouldn't wouldn't give him his Oscar. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with Will Smith. Yeah. Like Will Smith needs to talk. Like he needs to have conversations with the studios. Yep. Because they they've put his movies out at the wrong times. You know what I mean? Because like. Will Smith killed it in Ali. Yes. Like, he was amazing in Ali, and he should have won an Oscar for it. He should have won Best Actor. But that was the same year that Denzel did Training Day. Oh, uh, yeah. There's nothing you can do about yeah. that. Like, that's just – sorry for your luck, bro. That's just bad timing. If you'd have put it out the year before or the year after, it's all yours. Yeah. And the thing with – um. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, that was so good! Amazing. Like, how does like how does Will Smith not win Best Actor for Pursuit of Happiness? Yeah. I'll tell you why? I'll tell you how it doesn't happen because Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles that year. <laughs> yep. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's had a lot of great roles. I'm looking at, I'm looking at his stuff now. Hancock, Men in Black, Seven Pounds was another great one. Oh, seven pounds was so good. Uh, Hitch, I am legend. Golly. Mm. Yeah. His movies are stacked, but Yeah. 
Will Smith's been doing this for a long time. Yep. Thank God. Thank God that man didn't pay his taxes. Because <laughs> that's how that's how we got started in acting in the first place. Yes. Was he didn't? For those of you that don't know, uh, Will Smith used to be a rapper. For those for you young kids out there, <laughs> youngsters out there, Will Smith. Will Smith used to rap, <laughs> and uh, and Mark Wahlberg used to rap too. Just so, some trivia for you. Teach you oh, something. You taught me something. I didn't know that. What did Mark Mark Wahlberg used yeah. to rap? <laughs> Marky Mark, Marky Mark, and was it Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch or some some such shit like that? The Fun Bunch. I'm gonna have to look this up. <laughs> yeah, because he's a uh, because his you know his brothers is Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking this up. <laughs> Uh, good vibrations was their their big single. Okay, yeah, that's the one that pulled up. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, wait, what? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg was a rapper, but anyway, back to Will Smith. Will Smith was rapping and you know selling records and winning Grammys and shit, and he wasn't paying his taxes. So Uncle Sam came knocking on his door like, "Hey, bro, you owe us some money," and he didn't have it because <laughs> he had spent it all. <laughs> and that's and that's how he ended up doing the Fresh Prince, because he just he just needed a paycheck. Yeah, that's awesome. And thirty years later, we finally get Bad Boys Three. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. <laughs> yeah, like there's some movies like that, like that are sequels that you don't really like. They're sequels, but they're standalone movies at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't have to watch the first Bad Boys to enjoy Bad Boys 2. Exactly. Like, there was nothing, you didn't need, you know, the only thing you would have gone into it knowing was their names. Yeah. And that, you know, Mike Lowry is a bit trigger happy. <laughs> likes to shoot people. But other than that, like, so, like, this Bad Boys 3 is, like, it's been 15 years since the last one came out. But, it's like, so what? Like, they're they're two cops and they're going to get into shit and Martin and Will, they're both hilarious. So there you go. <laughs> so I have a question for you. So like, it's kind of, kind of a follow-up to like remakes, but more so with uh, like sequels and, and things like that. So we've got a lot of new upcoming talent, like um, the whole wave with like DC young fly and, uh, a lot of guys like that, especially the uh, the social media, um, the guys that came up with social media. What do you yeah. think about movies putting them in roles to sequels? Like, uh, I just looked up DC Young Fly because I watch 85 South Show every Friday. Um, but, like, he's in How High 2, and I got the hookup too. And there's a lot of people saying that it looks trash based on the trailers. <laughs> Well, I mean, here's the thing, like, there's certain, there's, you know, certain kinds of movies, they are what they are, you know what I mean? Like, how high is, it? it's it's a movie for potheads, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is not going to be a revolutionary moment in film, yeah. it's going to be, you know, 
a stoner based movie <laughs> for you know the stoner crowd. Like there's gonna be a lot of jokes and things that if you're not a part of that world, you're just not gonna get. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and I think that, you know, people like, you know, a DC young fly, he's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he appeals to he appeals to that that audience in that genre. So I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, him being in a movie like How High or I Got the Hook Up yep. Too. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's, fucking, it's not like it's not like when they were saying Soldier Boy was gonna play Tupac's role in Juice. <laughs> like, no. This is this will not this we will not stand for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like Tupac Shakur is one of the greatest artists of all time. And Soldier Boy Tell him is the soldier boy. Tell him that's you know. <laughs> oh my god, he had a crazy interview on the Breakfast Club today. Just that's a side note. <laughs> See, I say this, look, I say this, I say this to Brittany all the time. Like, you know how you scroll through the internet, you know, social media, whatever, and you see a headline where such and such person has said something in an interview. Yep. See this all the time, and my first thought a lot of times is like, why is this person being interviewed in the first place? Right. <laughs> like, w- like, why is Soldier Boy on the Breakfast Club to begin with? Like, to have even said something stupid because I'm assuming that he did. Oh, you know what I mean, bro? It was, it was almost like Kanye Jr. and then <laughs> he snapped on them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like I can't be the only person that thinks this when I see these things. Like, you know, no, I think the same thing. Like, who the hell is this? Is like a lot of people I don't even know, and then a lot of people you don't hear from for years, and then they just pop up on radio interviews. Yeah, like I saw a thing. It's been a couple of years back, probably, that uh, Afro Man kicked some chick that tried to jump on stage with him. <laughs> and my first thought was, "What the fuck is Afro Man doing on stage in 2016?" <laughs> <laughs> like, who paid to go to an Afro Man show? Like, this shouldn't even be a problem. Like, yeah, this, this whole thing was wrong from the start. Like, if you hadn't a booked Afro Man to perform, then this chick wouldn't have get jumped on stage because she was obviously high. You know, otherwise, you wouldn't have been in an Afro Man show. <laughs> had two songs 20 years ago. What are we doing here? I don't understand. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, I think a lot of, you know, I think social media has become a platform for people to put it, I'll tell you this, social media, I think, is the new deaf comedy jam. Wow. Yeah. Because, like, when Death Comedy Jam hit, like, there was so much talent that got exposed to the world that, you know, possibly without, you know, Death Jam, we would have never seen and heard from, you know, just not getting the opportunity. And there's there's not really a place like that, but you can, these days, you don't even need, you know, you know, an opportunity. You just need a phone. Exactly. You can, you know, film the shit yourself. You know, it's what, uh, it's what Country Wayne's doing. Same, you know, DC Youngfly did the same thing. Yeah. 
Ha-Ha Davis is another one that's out there. You know what I mean? And I think these people could, you know, I don't know how big of stars they'll be, but there's definitely a place for them, I think, in movies and, you know, especially comedy movies that they can be that, you know, funny sidekick or, you know, because everybody's not going to be the star of a movie. Exactly. It's just, this is not going to. And I think, I think that's the big thing with movies and social media. So like you get these, you get these guys that are funny for a minute or two. Yeah. You know, you put them in a role where they have to like remember a script and act and, you know, I got to do my face this way and blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's, it's a different world. And one thing I like about, uh, I know I keep going back to DC on fly, but like he does everything. He's like, he sings, raps, dances. He's got the podcast. He does live shows, comedy. He's got wild now. He's in movies. Like, not everybody can do that. Like, I don't know. I, I love Country Wayne. He's he's hilarious. But, like, I don't know how he would do on the big screen. Um, yeah. And, and that's okay. Like, as long as you accept your role within the grand scheme of things. Because yeah. there's – I tell everybody. I, I told people this when I was still making music. It's like there's enough money to be made from everybody. Like, you're going to get your piece. You just have to know what you're good at. Yeah, and a lot of these social media people want to be the main character. Like, I'm gonna be the next big star. No, you're not. <laughs> like, you yeah, you might not be the next big yeah. star. You know what I mean? Um, you know, talking about you know um, DC Youngfly, he his name gets thrown around all the time for the fr- a Friday movie. Yeah. If they ever do it, you know what I mean? Friday made Chris Tucker a superstar. Yep. It made him a superstar of one movie. Yeah. You know, you know who else was funny in that movie and had a great career and you know had a great career doing that was uh, Anthony Johnson. Yeah, Ezel. Like he made a good career of being like that kind of funny guy on the side that like wasn't the main character wasn't the, you know, didn't have a huge part, but he was funny in what he did. Exactly. And you need those people in a movie. Yep. Just like a, you know, just like a, you know, a sports team. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It's great. You know, to have Steph Curry who can hit eight threes a game, right. you know what I mean? but that might not be you, you know, you might be the guy that sets good screens to get Steph Curry open for three. Exactly. That guy gets the same ring that Steph Curry gets. Might not get quite as much money, but he's still making money. Exactly. For doing something that you enjoy. I think I think it's just like a cool thing. Like it's such a blessing when you can be creative and make money off that. Like so yeah. a lot of people kind of want the the top spot. They look at it from like a point A to point B perspective, but there's a lot of ground in the middle, you know, even mm-hmm. with, even with music, like going back to music, it's like, okay, a lot of people think, okay, I'm either going to record in my closet or I'm going to be Drake. Yeah, <laughs> There's no in between. And I was like, well, you can promote other artists. You can host shows for other artists. You can uh, record them 
like mix and master their stuff, promote, like there's so many avenues and it's the same way with, you know, movies and, and acting. It's like. Quiet, hey, hey, quiet, quiet as it's kept. You can write for other artists. Yes. <laughs> quiet as it's kept. We don't talk about that in the rap game, but yeah. yeah. Not what we do, but. Yeah, like I was, uh, I want to look up his name again, but I was watching an interview of the guy who um, he would write for Dave Chappelle and the Chappelle show. Some, some yeah. random white dude, like he's funny when he's just talking like in conversation. Would I watch a stand up with him? Maybe not because he doesn't have the delivery that Dave does. But yeah, well, he's he, interestingly enough. He, I think he has a stand up on Netflix yeah. now. His yeah, name, he just came out with one. <laughs> Neil, uh, Neil Brennan, yes. Brennan. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's a funny dude. Like, and he said, "Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna write for the guys who have more stage presence, you know, have a bigger personality, and that's okay. He's doing what he likes to do. Like, you can write a joke. You can write the best joke in the world. You're not gonna deliver that joke the way Dave Chappelle does. Absolutely. You're not gonna deliver that joke the way Kevin Hart does, or Ron White, or you know, whoever. There's some people that just have that." that gift of, you know, performance and stage presence and, you know, all these things that go into it. But guess what? They Somebody still got to write the shit. You know, somebody, you know, there's money to be made. And I think, and I think in today's world, for us, for the consumer, I think there's almost too much money to be made. Yeah. Because people, because people get rich and they don't have to work anymore. Yep. And we miss out on things like like Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is one of the most talented people of this generation, yeah. but he doesn't work anymore because he's super rich. <laughs> yep. He doesn't have to. He doesn't need to put out an album. He doesn't need to do a movie. He can stay at home with his family, and that's great for Justin Timberlake. You know, that's <laughs> for you. But I want movies. You know, I want an album. You know what I mean? Can Can you go broke? Can you lose some money in Vegas or something? <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's like Cat Williams. Cat Williams has made enough money that he doesn't need that he doesn't have to do comedy, but he can't stay out of trouble. But he keeps going to legal fees and court costs and shit. So then he's got to go back on tour and come up with another stand up special. And I love it. (laughs) I love it. Like when I read the headlines that Cat Williams has been arrested, I'm like, ah, he's going to be doing some stand up here pretty soon. (laughs) This is yes. good. This is good. <laughs> Keep getting arrested. Yes. Yeah. Keep doing Get some it. more shit to Keep. write about. <laughs> Keep fighting kids at soccer games. I love it. Get choked out by 14-year-olds. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I, do. You, I understand you're a grown-ass man, but you little. <laughs> you, you can't fight these kids. These kids today is full of energy. You know, they, they learn all these moves from video games and shit. You small, you out of shape, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, you sweat more on stage than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And he can't hide it because he got that perm and he sweats that perm out halfway through the show. And it's like, oh, this, this, this nigga's hot up there. His, his edge is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> See, I'll tell, tell you something I read not too long ago. 
and I gave it some thought and I was like, you know what, that's that's probably true. Was that apparently millennials were going back and watching American Pie and were upset and offended at you know just the whole concept of the movie of how inappropriate it was and and I'm just like it was a fucking movie. Yeah. And then I started thinking about it more and I was like, yeah, they, they really couldn't do that today. Like that it wouldn't fly. You're not gonna make a movie where a guy sticks his dick in a pie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I don't know. The the guy we were just talking about, uh, his name slipped my mind and you just said it, but the guy who writes for Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about it and I agree completely. Like our generation somehow we've breeded a generation of snowflakes. Like everybody's so fucking sensitive. And, you know, he said as comedians, as actors, you know, as, as like famous musicians and stuff like that, like their job is to like, just make content. They're not like the moral police. They're not yeah. <laughs> like, they're not the cops. Like, Oh my God, he stuck his dick in a pie. Let's go <laughs> turn them over to the authorities. <laughs> yeah, like, he's playing a role, yeah. you know? Like, and I think that's, it's that way with, you know, I think all entertainers, you know, are in some form or fashion playing a role. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, uh, uh, me and Brittany were sitting around the other, the other night uh, listening to music and, we got on the, we were just talking, uh, we were listening to The weekend, And The weekend, like, a good portion of his music is about drugs. Yeah. I mean, like, they're love songs, but they're, they're about drugs yeah. at the same time. It's, you know, like, you know, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Like, and it's like, oh, it's so sweet that he's numb without her. And then, like, no, he's talking about cocaine, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, doing drugs and his face is numb that you know it's he sings it nice and it's sexy but it's, it's drugs is what he's talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> no matter how you cut it <laughs> no matter how you slice it he's... and it's like is that you know how much of that is him you know early in his career you know doing different songs and trying stuff out and then he found something that stuck and it's like all right well this worked so i'm gonna I'm going to keep doing this, yeah. you know, might not be what I necessarily wanted to do, but I tried it and it worked and it's making me money and winning me Grammys. So yep. this, this is what I'll go with, you know, same thing with somebody like, um, somebody like Ryan Reynolds, who's, you know, and a habitual smart ass, yes. you know, and just snarky and sarcastic, you know, that may not really be him. <laughs> you know, he may be the most quiet, soft, Spoken person in private, but when he's Ryan Reynolds, he has to he has to turn that right. on because that's what people want to see. They yeah, want to see from him, and that's what works. And that's you know, like after, so yeah, uh, and and a lot of times when people when people are receptive to a certain role, whether it be a musician or an actor or whatever. They look at you, you're no longer Ryan Reynolds. Now you are Deadpool. You're no longer yeah. like 
like you are the weekend. You know, this is this is what we associate you with. Like what yeah. you said in that song is how you are in real life. It doesn't matter what <laughs> what else is going on. It doesn't matter what your like, family's like, Ryan Reynolds. You are Deadpool. You cut people, you cuss a lot, and you jerk off to like unicorns and stuff. Like that's that's you. <laughs> yes. It's that's what he's doing right, right. now. <laughs> that is that is what he's doing at this moment. <laughs> You know what I mean? But um yeah, is that way like the you know, the weekend. Like you know he has a name, right? Like yeah. his license doesn't say the weekend. Like <laughs> person. You know. I don't know his name because you know, I don't I don't know him like that, you know. But you can look it up and see that oh this he has like a real name and has to do things like, you know, pay car insurance and things, you know. <laughs> He's not always walking around singing about drugs, you know. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, Ice Cube, you know, Ice Cube, you know, Ice Cube wrote Fuck the Police. Yeah. And, you know, now he makes kids movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's doing like barbershop and, you know, various things. It's like, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta grow and you gotta, you know, go, go where life takes you and, follow the money you know in a sense and another good example like i'm going back to kevin hart and the upside so he said it in uh in an interview you know he said and i think a lot of times with him because he has played all you know uh comic roles um you know that's what people want and expect from him but he said when when he leaves his legacy he wants everything on his resume so in this one it's it's still got a little bit of his humor but it's going more a little bit more into the drama like he's serious uh more serious than we've we've seen him and uh i I think that's a smart way to do it like if you so like if you take you know kevin hart or ryan reynolds or something like and you're going to transition into something more of what you want to do, you got to do it slowly because people get so caught up in what they think you should be. So, you know, they, they only want to see the crazy, like wild, you know, get hard Kevin Hart (laughs) Uh, or Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. Like they, it's, it's going to be hard for people to accept anything else. Um, I'll tell you somebody who did it. I tell you who somebody who did it almost perfectly is uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. Like his his career path with his movie roles that he's taken, like he had some missteps. I mean he did Doom and Tooth Fairy and you know, everything wasn't perfect. But you know, he started off with like just the straight action, didn't have to talk a lot, just walk around and look tough and be charming because that's what the rock does. Yeah. And he started, you know, for one, one thing he did was uh, be cool. Yeah, like, which I love that movie. And he just completely flipped the script and did something completely out of what you thought The Rock was. Yeah. And then he started doing things like then he started doing. He did a couple of football movies because he was a football player and an athlete. Gridiron Gang was a good yes. one. The Game Plan was a good one. It's like start to kind of. 
put a little bit of yourself in the role, like it's comfortable for you. And now he's gotten, you know, he's gotten to the point where he can kick, uh, kick Tyrese out of the Fast and Furious series. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and Tyrese has been around for a long time. You know, Rock, Rock's a new guy. And, <laughs> you know, Rock, you know, how did The Rock get his own Fast and Furious movie before Tyrese right. did? <laughs> you let somebody kick an, an OG member out of the, out of the Fast and yeah. Furious. Yeah. Like, this is this is Paul Walker's best friend we're talking about here. And he can't get his own movie? <laughs> but this guy does? Like, <laughs> like, Vin Diesel don't even like The Rock, but he's still getting his own movie. <laughs> he said, all right, wrestle me then. <laughs> Like and I didn't even see it. Like I haven't, I haven't gone back and watched it to pay attention. But like, Vin Diesel and The Rock did not film together on uh, the the last movie. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, they are not in any scenes together. Huh? Yeah, because like it, they don't get along that much that we're just not gonna put these two on camera together. Yeah. Wow. Like. Which to me, like, you know, if Vin Diesel doesn't like you, I would think you wouldn't be in a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> exactly. like, like, that's just like, all right, dude, you're you're done. <laughs> like, like, you've been here since movie one. I'm pretty sure his uh, yeah. <laughs> his thoughts and opinions of you mean a lot. Yeah, yeah, like, but it, it's cool. It's cool. I know Vin. I know Vin doesn't like you, but hey, just do the movie. We won't put you guys together. <laughs> well. You won't have to actually work with him. <laughs> so, what are they? Uh, they're stopping that at ten, right? The Fast and Furious. Um, I didn't even know there was a a stopping point. Uh, see, I think that's what I've heard. I think Vin, I think Vin has come out and said that they're going to do ten. Okay. Wow. So that's what What's three it? more. Uh no two more okay okay yeah we just did uh just did eight so they got two more but then they're doing the spinoffs so I don't know where that plays into it jeez yeah I see and what I would like to see I don't want to see them I would like um Luda and Tyrese to have their own TV show yeah that would be dope. <laughs> I can see those two characters from Fast and Furious having like a TV show where like they have a garage or a club or something and they just get into shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I don't want to see like a necessarily a movie. Like I, I just want to see like short 30 minute, you know, burst of them where just shit, you know, shit goes wrong yeah. for them. And, you know, they go on adventures and shit. <laughs> <sighs> but 2019 big year for movies uh yeah anything you want to close with jonesy before we get up out of here man i just appreciate you having me uh y'all if you haven't checked out drinks with dub on instagram facebook um y'all do that also you can check me out um instagram is where i do most of my content um you know i got a lot of posts on there i'm about to start doing igtv so just little 10 minute videos of 
whatever the hell I think of. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Hopefully, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because a lot of times I get these big ideas and like I say them too early and then something goes wrong. <laughs> but right, <laughs> the idea is to get a podcast similar to this one because I think it'd be super dope. Um, but you know, that's that's further on down the road. But for now, Facebook, Instagram, uh, follow me at allflix.tv. Um, and yeah, like all the all the movie stuff, movie news, movie reviews, all that good shit. You know, I am the movie plug, so I do that. And y'all follow this man right here for your unfiltered and unapologetic <laughs> content. Drink for Dove. I love being on here. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I've I've made up my mind. I, I am not apologizing for anything. <laughs> no. Like, if I get famous and, like, you decide that you're going to – if I'm – if if you're listening to this 10 years from now because I'm famous and you're looking for something to, to stick me with, fuck you. <laughs> Find something better to do with your time. Like, like I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for something I said 10 years ago. You know, like no, just just let it go. You know, I'm if if I was Kevin Hart, I would be hosting the Oscars. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I would be hosting the Oscars in two weeks or however however long it is. Like I I wouldn't have apologized. I wouldn't have quit. And if I did quit, I would have took my job back after Ellen told me to do it. Because like Ellen's like the queen of the gays. If Ellen says you're cool, you're cool. That's the way I look at it. But we're we're still listening to What's the guy, Don Lemon? Is that his name on CNN? Yep. <laughs> like, we're still listening to this guy. Like, I literally didn't know this guy was gay until this shit started. <laughs> We've known Ellen was gay for 30 years. Like, I think she's got a little bit more stroke than he does. But that's that. <laughs> uh, I'm getting out of here. I'll be back next week uh, with a brand new episode, hopefully. Um, as long as the internet doesn't shut me down. You know, between now and then, because of something I said, and they've canceled. They've canceled the show that I produced myself. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Thank you for tuning in, Jonesy. A pleasure as always. Sure. And I'll see you when I see you. And in the meantime, like I always tell you, if you knew better, you'd do better. Peace. <laughs>